Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey, girl, hope you grab your coffee and let's have a little chat or your wine if you're listening in the evening. I always think coffee because I usually record in the morning. So I have my coffee here. But whatever time of day it is for you, just grab your drinks and a snack and let's have a little chat. So I wanted to talk to you guys about what we share on social media and what kind of things should we keep private or do we just share everything so that people can connect to us and we can attract like-minded people that are into the same things that we're into that are very similar to us as far as like our personalities and stuff go. And also, do you share your family? Do you share behind the scenes of your life, where you live? Do you share when you go out? We're pretty much going to just have a little quick discussion on what do I share on social media, especially if I'm using it for business, because I do think that this has changed quite a bit from when I first started using social media, even years into it. I want to even say maybe five years ago, I would have said something completely different when it comes to how you show up on social media and what you share. And now I think that we may want to just pay attention and be careful and share differently. And these are just my thoughts. This isn't the manual to what you should share and what works on social media. I don't think anybody really can tell you that. I don't even think there is a manual or a how to, what's the best way, what kind of things you should share. Because I honestly think that nobody really knows. Nobody knows how to please the algorithm so that it works for you. Because if somebody didn't know, we wouldn't have so many issues with our content that we're sharing flopping all the time. So what I want to talk to you about is showing up to your social media, running your business online and feeling comfortable with what you're sharing. Because I know that a lot of times people share things because they feel like they have to. And what ends up happening is they share it, they get off of the platform, and then they have anxiety of what people are going to think. Should they have shared that? And also anxiety because they really didn't want to share those moments of their lives or whatever it was that they shared, but they did it because they saw someone else and that's how they do it. That's what they share. Or they did it because a social media guru told them this is what you should be sharing. But then it leaves them feeling anxious because that's not naturally what you would intentionally want to share. So if that is you, I hope this helps. So let me take you back a few years, because if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, if you've not missed an episode, which I hope you haven't, I know a lot of you love coming here every week and catching up on the episodes that are out, you know that I have had my own journey with social media. You know that I've lost my account on Instagram for no reason. I had to start over. And it was this moment of starting over that really put things into perspective for me. And I really think, you know, if this wouldn't have happened, I don't know if I would have necessarily changed or felt the way I felt about social media, I've always known that it can't be reliable 
for business because there was always a chance of people losing their accounts. And I used to talk to you guys about that as you're building your business to not rely so much on social media and only build there because if it's gone, that's like your whole business, right? And so setting foundations for your business that is going to help your business. And if something happens in your life, if you get sick, if you are helping a family member, if you have to go away for a little bit, you've set foundations in your business where your business is still running. It's not going to go anywhere or disappear because you own it, right? Well, with social media, we don't. We don't own social media. We don't really have a say on what they decide to do with the platforms. And we're actually experiencing that now, right? And so I always used to tell you guys, don't rely on it so much because it can go away. That's actually exactly what happened to me. And it was in that moment that I went, okay, well, I'm starting over how do I want to use this platform? Because I'm also not the same person that I was when I started coaching almost 10 years ago. I'm not the same person that I was five years ago. And so I felt very different when it came to social media. I still like it. I still enjoy the tools that it allows us to use. I still think it is a powerful tool that can be used to connect with people and build community. But I think at some point it took a turn where for me, and this is just my experience and a lot of other people who feel the same way, that we tend to not hear because guess what? They're not really on social media sharing this, which is kind of the thing where it's like you feel like, okay, we need to not rely on these tools so much. And if we get off of it and we're not teaching people that they shouldn't be stressing out about running their business on social media, nobody knows because that's actually what was happening when I was looking at the platforms and knowing how to use them and making a plan on how I was going to create my content and having a marketing strategy on social media and having a launch strategy on social media. It was looking at other people who were using it and taking those tips, right? Working with people, hiring people. But what I didn't realize is when you get off the platform and you've had enough and you're like, okay, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't align. I don't even like sharing how I used to share anymore. Instead of forcing myself to continue to do what everybody was telling me to do on social media, what I knew to do because I've been on it for so long, I had to take a moment and go, okay, well, I lost my main account. So now I have to start over. Do I really believe in putting this much effort into building all of these strategic marketing launches, all these plans and pour so much time and energy in social media, knowing what I know about it? And the answer was no. And I found myself for a moment stuck in this loop of you have to. And it's because of all the training. It's because this is all we hear. It's because we know how powerful it can be when it comes to community, right? You can go on social media follow someone that teaches something that maybe you're interested in and you get to see a little bit of their life in stories if they're sharing in stories you get to connect with their content on their feed you get to see things that you necessarily wouldn't see anywhere else that is magical but when you're using it and you're wanting to show up to it as authentic as possible to pour into that community and you're using it for business it can become a lot and a lot of people what I've noticed is they're forcing themselves to do it even though everything in them is like over the platforms. Everyone is struggling to get their content seen. Everybody is struggling to connect with people because nothing is being shown. And then when it comes to your creativity and how you share and what you teach, you have to kind of, I don't know what the word is. I want to say maybe dumb it down a bit. I don't know if dumb it down is the actual word and it's not coming to me, but you have to take this valuable content that you have, right? It could be lessons that you teach and you have to figure out how do 
do I get the point across in this super amazing content or lesson that I teach in, in a three second video, right? That's what I mean by dumbing it down. And when you look at, for example, photographers, photographers, they're so irritated with platforms like Instagram because Instagram was a photo app, right? And so photographers were able to share their images and their work. And it was an amazing place to be at the time. But now they're like, dude, I can't show you this amazing photo. If you're forcing me to create these videos, they don't want to create those three second reels. They want to share their work through photography and they're feeling like they can't show how amazing their work is because now they have to change how they share their creativity and their agenda on how the platforms want to work versus how you show up to do your best work. They're not always going to see eye to eye. And so you're going to have to adjust or you're going to have to move right? You can use the platforms as a portfolio. You can use it to share the things that you want to share, but don't just stay stuck there. You have to find other ways to send your community who is interested in working with you and they can see a better example of what you're like, what your work is like, and what they're going to get from working with you. And so one of the things that I always hear from other coaches or people that want to build a business online or are building a business online is they're stuck in what do I share? Because nobody really knows. Everybody's trying everything to see what's going to work. And what's happening is it leaves you confused and it leaves you in a state of oversharing and then you regret oversharing. And so you're just like, I don't know what to do. So let me just give you one quick tip that I think will work for you for the rest of your career career and your life in everything, not just business, but in everything. You have to give back. And I think we all had to do this. I think I had to do this. And I'm glad that I did because I just feel so much peace that came with it. But we have to get back at listening to ourselves. You know that intuition you have inside? You should listen to that because it's not going to steer you wrong. When you're forcing yourself to do something, that's probably a really good indication that you should stop and actually think about it and see why am I going to share this? What does it mean? What is the purpose? What is the message that I'm trying to get across to the audience that's watching this? Does it have anything to do with my business? Is it going to help my business move forward? Or is it a piece for people to connect with me on a personal level? Because you can share things on social media for people to connect with you personally, for them to get to know you, your personality, get a little glimpse of your life. And when we talk about sharing glimpses of your life, this is also where people get caught up. Some people don't want to. Some people don't want to share their kids. I used to share my kids all the time. Now, I never really post about them. And if you see them, you're going to see them like in the background in my stories because I'm not trying to hide my kids or keep them a secret. I just don't think that they need to be content for my feed, if that makes sense. I don't think they need to be on the internet, especially because my kids don't spend time on social media. To me, it was just like, well, why am I posting them? I hit a point where I was like, the way the world works and how many crazy people are online taking pictures of kids and doing who knows what with them, we're not even gonna get into that. I realized like, you know, I don't even feel comfortable posting pictures of my kids. And I have so many pictures that I'm like, you know, I'm a mom. Every mom wants to just put their kids for the world to see because we look at our kids and they're just so beautiful. But you know, I've kept those for me, my family. I text them to people and I share them that way because I didn't feel comfortable anymore 
putting my kids on social media. And I know that was a big step because I know that a lot of people that connect with me are other moms. And we look at each other and we go, oh, wow, she has three kids or she has this. And oh, look, she has a dog. And, you know, and so we connect on a personal level. But I had to just trust that, girl, I'm a mom. You don't need to see my kids. You're going to see them. I still share them because they're in the background. If I'm in Instagram and I'm talking in stories, I'm not hiding my kids. So you're going to see glimpses of them. But I just made a choice that because I didn't feel comfortable at the time posting pictures of my kids, I just didn't do it. I had to listen to myself because if I would do it, it would create that anxiety, that uneasy feeling of, ugh. Here I am posting because I felt like I had to instead of going, okay, well, I used to share my kids a lot and that's fine. I don't want to anymore. And I also was open to my audience and I let people know I had a whole conversation on stories on how I took down all of my kids pictures from Facebook, which I'm going to tell you right now, if that's what you're going to do, it's going to be a process. (laughs) If you've been on Facebook for years and posted all the time, like I used to, it's going to be a process, but it was worth it because it was something that was bugging me and I had to take care of it because I felt like it was always there, that little anxiety of knowing that my kids' pictures are on the internet, you know? And so I shared that process with my audience. Why? Because it was something that I was going through. I knew that if I was going through it, someone else was probably going through it. I knew my audience, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are moms. And the feedback was great. The feedback was like, oh my God, I feel the same way. I stopped posting pictures of my kids and, you know, or they'll create little private groups where they share it just with people in their families that can see the pictures, things like that. So there's different ways you can do it. But again, I did it because of that feeling, that anxious feeling that I felt I was not comfortable doing this. And I know that a lot of moms share their kids and they talk about, you know, the benefits of being able to pursue a career from home because you're home with these kids. And that is a huge story behind some of the brands that we see, right? It's like we have a purpose and our purpose is to be home with our kids, but we also want to work and we don't want to go and sit at our cubicle we want to be home and be able to be around, you know? And so a lot of times that storyline, because that's what social media is, right? It's all storytelling. Your kids kind of become part of that. People see like, oh, she's home with her kids. That's awesome. Like I get that. But I also think times have changed so much. And a lot of people are aware of what's going on and how you have to be careful in how you share. So as long as you're open and you're sharing that with your audience, they're going to understand. And more importantly, they're going to relate. So if you're someone that's like, look, I am on social media and I'm fine sharing this, this and that, but I just don't feel like sharing this. If it is a clear 100%, no questions asked, a hell no for you, then don't do it. I don't care what guru tells you to do it. Don't do it because when you force yourself to do it, that's going to come across in your post, in your videos, in your captions. It's going to come across. People are going to watch your videos and they're going to be able to tell that you're just not into it. And it's not going to be fun for you. And if your business, if how you show up is not fun, if it doesn't feel authentic, if it feels wrong, you're not going to be consistent at it and you're not going to be very good at it. So you can't just say, well, I'm going to force myself to do it. You may be able to pull that off for a little bit, but after a while, girl, if that's your strategy, you're going to hate it and you're going to give up on it and you're going to burn out and you're not going to be happy. So listen to your intuition. If you want to share your kids because it feels fine to you, share them. If you don't want to share them, don't share them. If you want to talk about your marriage and share your husband, share them. If you don't, don't. I share things when I'm out with my husband. He doesn't care if I record him or he sometimes, well, a lot of times, a long time ago when I used to be on social media a lot, he would grab my phone and he would jump on stories and talk to you guys. And it was like the funniest thing. I even have some of those videos that we'd be cracking up about now, but he doesn't care if I share him, but me 
I don't share him a lot. And the reason is because I'm one of those people that believe that you have to keep things private, you know, and my marriage is a huge part of my life. We have such a great bond. And to me, it is important to be present in that marriage. And so when I'm on my phone, I've always, no matter how much I worked on my phone, when my family's home, when my kids were home, when my husband's home, I never worked that much. And the reason is because I wanted to be present. I've always had that about me. And now it's just times 100. Now I'm like, girl, my kids don't even have to be home. My husband doesn't even have to be home, but I am not trying to be on my phone all day long either. So now I'm present even for moments for myself. But when they were home in the evenings, I never really used to be on my phone all like that, sharing my day because I was being a mom, I was cooking dinner, I was talking to my husband. And I really think that it's those moments where we're able to sit down and have dinner together, where we're able to sit down and talk that have built the relationship that we have. And so some people feel like that. They feel very strongly about not sharing their relationships online because they just don't want the information or whatever you're sharing to land in the wrong screen of somebody who's going to talk about you or somebody. Not that there's anyone out there that would, but you know, a lot of people, they take care of those type of relationships and don't put them out like that because you never know. And so I've always kept that in mind and I share what I want to share. I do not share based on what the algorithm wants me to share. I do not share what is trending because what ends up happening is you share what's trending and then that's the only thing people see and then people are just done with it. They're like, okay, I'm not even going to watch this stuff anymore. I can't tell you how many times I've gone into the reel section to watch reels. I used to go on to it before to find the trending audios when it first came out and I was trying to get into them. And now, no, if one pops up and it's a fun audio that I'm like, oh, I can do something with this. I'll save it and I'll come back to it when I'm ready and feeling like doing that reel. But I no longer even go and search for trending audios because I'm sick of it. I told myself that's not going to be my strategy for how I use social media. I don't like it. And so, you know, and it wasn't like a decision that I made from one day to another. It was really a process of maybe two to three years of really asking myself, you know, I have other places to build my business. I set up these foundations years ago. At the time, you know, when I thought about this podcast and I thought about launching the podcast, I never would have imagined that two and a half, almost three years later, I was going to be in a place where I would hate social media and not want to be on it. And now that I'm here, I'm like, I am so glad that I set up this podcast because if social media was my only way of communicating with my audience, that would not have been a good situation. So this is why I strongly urge people that when you're building a business to make sure that you're showing up in other places outside of social media, because you never know what if one day you lose your account, then where do you talk to your audience? How do they find you? What if you never spent time growing your email list? How are you going to get a hold of your audience? Where are they going to find you? So you have to set up other places that you're showing up to, to create content. Also, because the content is going to live longer. It's going to do more for you than a 24 hours, quick three second reel that's going to disappear immediately and nobody's ever going to see it again. So just keep those things in mind. And when you're asking yourself, what do I share? I don't want to share this. If it's 100% a hell no, don't do it. If it's a hell yes, then that's how you know to go for it. All right, friend, that is what I have for you today. I hope you found it helpful. Take care. I will be back to talk to you really soon. Have a great day. 
Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.